I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. Lyrics from Clean Out My Closet from Eminem. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Broken to Boys. I know I said I was going to give y'all an episode back-to-back, but I got caught up. However, I am going to drop this podcast today. Today is Wednesday, and I'm going to be giving this to y'all, wrapping it up, editing it by tonight on Wednesday, just to make up for not being able to do that for you guys last week. I hope y'all enjoyed the previous um episode please don't forget to rate me on itunes or spotify just so we can get me in the algorithm so other people can see my podcast and join the team of broken to boys okay i want to before i get into this episode i really want to thank god for having continuous favor over me and my listeners father god thank you continue to direct us guide us and give us discernment okay so let's just dive right into this episode so as you heard in the beginning we're gonna be tackling the song eminem cleaning out my closet okay and once again i feel like when you grow older and you start to re-listen the songs you have a different different perception on it than you did before before i only used to listen to that song because i enjoyed watching the video which i thought was a horror movie because that's what eminem was giving me he was giving me hate my mom hate my mom dig a grave and i thought it was a fucking horror movie so i realized that this is real life cleaning out your closet is going to therapy cleaning out your closet is dealing with your childhood trauma um cleaning out your closet is doing the self-work that's necessary even if it's alone in order to heal in order to be the best version of yourself i feel like you cannot get to where you want to be without working on yourself there's no amount of money that's going to make your trauma go away. There's no amount of success. There's no amount of prayer. Okay, because a lot of things, a lot of people have this idea that they can pray away their problems. And that is where you people have things wrong. Because without work, how do you expect prayer to work? Faith, prayer, and work all go together. You cannot skip a part. You cannot Leave a part out and think that things are going to work out for you. And then you be disappointed with God. And God like, what did I do to you? What's the problem? Then you want to talk about you don't believe in God. God ain't never do nothing for you. You ain't never do nothing for you. Because God has always been there patiently waiting for us to get our shit together. Okay? He's just waiting for you to understand the process and how this works. Yes, we've been through things that we didn't ask for, but everything happens for a reason. And once you kind of get an idea of what's your issue, what's your problem, where, you know, these bad habits stem from, and you start to work on it, you will work on being a better version of yourself. And I had to learn that for myself. And I, I want to congratulate because I see a lot. I know personally a lot of my friends, they talk about therapy. A lot of my friends are in therapy, but I don't see a lot of black men going to therapy. And I want that for y'all. I pray for that for y'all. And right now I'm in school for psychology to be a therapist. And I want to target the black male. I want to target black young teens, black adult males, and really, you know, get the healing process going because the longer that they hurt, they hurt our community. Our black men are our leaders. So if they're failing themselves by not identifying their problems, then they're not being able to love on our women properly, to love on their children properly. And now we're a whole damaged community. And this is where we are right now in this stage in our life now. Because growing up, 
there's so many stigmas of what a man should be or what a man should be doing. And I feel like a man is not really heard. He's not really heard or given the opportunity to say I'm hurt or to say I'm hurting right now. Or it's, oh, man up and deal with it. You got to take care of your mother. You got to take care of these kids. You got to take care of this. But a man is human as well. So the next time you want to yell at that man and tell him he's good for nothing, this, that, and the third... Be gentle. I know you're upset or whatever. Kind of be gentle with him and kind of figure out why he's doing these things. It's not for you to try to fix him, but it's for you to kind of direct him. And that's as a mother, a sister, a aunt, a wife, a girlfriend, anybody who loves on this man. And same goes for a woman. But I'm just speaking for the men in this particular segment at this moment right now. Because we look for the men to lead, but they're leading with hate in their heart. You have a lot of men getting up on these podcasts and these platforms sharing their mother, like the damage from their mothers is really pouring out on these podcasts because they, they, they hate everything about a black woman because their mother did them so wrong. Because somebody in their family did them so wrong and they've yet to heal from that and they cannot forgive them. So they're sitting here judging everybody else by that. I can see the pain in some of these men's eyes when I speak to them. I really can. But instead of dealing with it, they're causing more destruction. They, they're they hurting other people in the process and not even realizing it because they're so numb to the pain. They're so numb to the abandonment issues. They're so numb to the neglect and they're so numb to nobody caring about their feelings. And then they're damaged goods at this point. They refuse to get help. They refuse to even acknowledge that they need help, Right? And then they get with these women. And these women see the brokenness inside them, but they see a little bit of potential. And now you want to fix him. And now you want to heal him. And then turn around, and now you're 10 times broken than you was when you tried to fix him. You know why? Because that man needs to make an executive decision on his own that he wants to be healed. He has to want to be saved. I want women to stop walking into the place of simple women and putting on a cape, trying to save grown-ass men. That is not your job. What you do... Is you ask them what kind of insurance do they carry and look on psychologytoday.com and figure it the hell out and give them a number and go from there. Anything else, there is nothing you can do. But the longer you keep staying with a damaged man, you're going to need 10 times therapy. Okay? Because you're going to keep breaking yourself down. It is not your job to fix what you did not break. I'm going to say it again. It is not your job to fix what you did not break. And what stand out to me in that song... I'm sorry, mama, I never meant to hurt you. Eminem suffered from a lot of issues with his mother. And, uh, and what makes me, um, what, you know, I see a lot is men have issues with their mother. They have yet to forgive their mother. But they deal with their mother on a daily basis because society tells them that they have to. Even if it's an unhealthy dynamic or unhealthy relationship. Yet they are sharing resentment towards them. But because they can't disrespect their mom, or some, some of them do though. Because they some of them have enough sense not to disrespect their mom. They out here disrespecting women in the worst way possible. You sitting here having 16 different baby mothers. Or you having sex with 16 different women. That is not normal. You're on a mental breakdown. You are destroying yourself. But in the process, you so blinded, you destroying everybody around you as well. And that's not okay. And a lot of their target victims are broken women. 
A lot of us are friends and deformed relationships with people over trauma bonds. That's the most unhealthy relationship ever. And it doesn't last once one one person decides to stand up on their ten toes and get help and heal. Then you start outgrowing that person. Then that person tries to guilt trip you for trying to grow and be better. Any relationship that was built on a trauma bond will never last if you decide to move on and grow on. It won't. It won't. I'm telling you that right now. And from a person who have been in and out of therapy, that's me. I'm that person. I've been in and out of therapy for about two years. And when I say you have to find your, you can't just give up. So I had two different therapy therapists. And I don't feel like either one was the best fit for me. But they kind of helped me to kind of unravel my Bonnie bag. And start to, you know, see things. But I know the type of person that would be helpful for, to me. And you know what I realized? It's me. I always used to point the finger and say, oh, well, I don't think this therapist is the best fit for me. It's not, this person not the best fit for me. They are there to do a job, but they're not there to actually put the pieces back together for you. That is your job. And that's what I had to realize. I'm going from therapist to therapist like, oh, they, this is not working. This, like, I feel a little bit better one day and the next day I feel like I'm back at square one. And that's because I didn't take the time to actually do the actual work. I'm just sitting here venting i could have did that for free with my homegirls okay so when you go to therapy make sure you're ready and willing to do the work so now on my third go around i would know how to do the work i feel like i had so much high expectations for them that i feel like they didn't meet and that's what made me categorize them as not good fits for me as therapists when in all reality i was supposed to meet them halfway they're not, therapists are not there to do the work for you. They're not there to fix you. You are in the, they are a stepping stool towards fixing yourself. Towards you acknowledging what the problem is. Where did it start? What is your triggers? They're, they're there to point out those type of things for you. And I've only learned that from studying psychology. I've only learned that because I want to be in this field. So now I kind of understand, you know, the dynamics of it and how things go. So I for instance, know for a fact that my abandonment issues from my father has caused so much issues in my life. The lack of love from my mom and the reason, like, she was never affectionate. My mom's a great mom. She loves me, but she never knew how to be affectionate. It continues to pour on from generation to generation if nobody chooses to stand up and get the help. So me going to therapy actually inspired my mom to want to get into therapy too. And I'm, I'm very happy about that because I was a person before therapy who would laugh away all my problems. Everything was a joke. Kiki, I'm hurting inside. Somebody could have just shot me the other day. This is just an example. I didn't get shot, y'all. But I'm just saying, I used to laugh at my pain and just not deal with it. I was the queen of sweeping my feelings and my thoughts and my hurt under the rug because I didn't want to be a burden on anybody else. Until one day I had a, a legit mental breakdown. I was tired of carrying all that weight by myself. I was tired of ignoring all the pain I've been feeling since I was a little girl. All the abandonment issues I've been feeling. All the hurt. I had to start forgiving people one by one. I had to start digging out my closet and cleaning it out. I had to start understanding that, listen... Even if this person did me wrong and they refused to apologize to me, I have to be okay with still forgiving them without an apology. Still forgiving them even if they felt like they didn't do anything wrong to me. Because me holding on that grudge and that hate is only weakening me. 
is only tearing me down. So why continuously let these people have power over me to, to allow that curse to still be placed on me? If I want to break free of that curse, I got to put in the work. I got to break every chain. Okay? So me understanding like why I have relationship issues, why I, you know, it's either one or two things with me with men. It's either I don't get too close because I don't trust the soul. I don't trust them. It's like if my father didn't stay, why do I trust a regular straight random man to stay? Or it comes to the point where it's like, I want you to stay because my father didn't stay. And I'm going to make this work by any means necessary. Both very dangerous. Both very dangerous. And I have been, I have caused my, I've inflicted a lot of self-pain on myself. By not healing. And I connected with a lot of other men who carry so much trauma. And we bonded over that trauma. But when it was time for us to love on each other, we didn't know how to. You know why? Because we didn't understand how to even love ourselves. So how could we try to love each other or pour into each other and we don't even know how to do ourselves? That's the first step. And that's the whole step about the whole point of therapy to begin with. Therapy is about choosing you, choosing to make an executive decision to change, to be better, to heal yourself so that you have more to offer to everybody else. I can't show up for anybody until I start showing up for myself. So it's necessary for me to take the necessary, it's necessary for me to take steps in order for me to outgrow who I used to be. I cannot hold on to my past and try to walk towards my future. It's absolutely impossible. And a lot of times I try to do that shit all the time. Sometimes I still want to be connected to the people of my past because that's my comfortability. But then I'm wasting so much time, I'm not allowing myself to move forward. And I be thinking to myself like, oh, you know, this is harmful, this is harmless. But I don't realize how much damage I'm doing by holding on to things that is not of who I need to be. And it's hard. It's like an addiction. When you're addicted to pain and hurt, you start to move towards that. It's an addiction to allow people to hurt you when you've let it happen for so long because that's what you're accustomed to. It's an addiction to settle. It's an addiction to feel like you're not worthy. You're addicted to that feeling. And it's not that you necessarily want that feeling. Like people who are on drugs, you think they want to do drugs? Especially when they see how they hurt the people around them. They don't want to do drugs. You don't want to settle. You don't want to not love yourself. You don't want none of that for yourself. But you're addicted to doing that to yourself because that's all you know. That's all you see. If I'm a drug addict and, I, and I'm surrounded by drug addicts, I'm going to continue to move in that direction. So it's real strength for somebody who's addicted to something, whether it's a substance or an action. It's, it's, it's real for you to be strong enough to move up out that environment. And do something different. I'm from a Caribbean household. What is therapy? What is paying a psychologist? In their mind, there's 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 no separating you crazy from I need to take care of my mental health. In their mind, they like what you need to talk to somebody for. You a mad person? You need to be in a place in a madhouse because they were placed. They were like their mind is set up. Just get over it. Cause I did. But did you really? Because you didn't treat me too good based off the fact that you didn't heal from it. And now we're continuing this, this curse that you don't even realize is not okay because you're so accustomed to it. If you grow up in a, a Caribbean household, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. 
therapy. And it's so crazy because I just finished reading this book called Queenie. I recommend that book. It was a very good book. And I wasn't even going to finish reading it because it was kind of a slow start. And I'm that person where books, you got to knock me out at the front for me to love it and keep reading. But it was a really good book. And I really, really recommend Queenie. Um, I don't remember the author at this this moment, but Google Queenie or is a novel by a black author. And you should be able to find it once you Google it. But I definitely recommend that book. It was a great book. And everything I'm talking about the in the book, she was, you know, attach herself to men to feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel valued. Something that a lot of us women do do at some times when we don't feel worthy. We sit there and we settle for anything because we just want to have a piece of something and for it to never leave us. That's when that you have them strong abandonment issues. You understand? I've done a lot of long-term relationships with toxic people just to feel like I have somebody. I've spent the last couple years fighting myself. The last couple years trying to get to know myself. And yeah, I've you know had my ups and downs. And that's why I decided to do this six... Um, Six-month challenge on dating myself. Six-month challenge on setting goals for myself. Six-month challenge on truly focusing on me, getting to know me, loving me, understanding me, you know, accepting myself for my shortcomings, for my mistakes, you know, letting go of the past, understanding that it's okay to forgive myself, understanding that it's okay to be gentle with myself, so these next six months, if you guys want to tag along for the journey, I'm here for it. So me and my cousin and a few other of my friends were doing this six-month challenge. And I told them, write down five goals that you want to accomplish in the next five months. And, and break down by week, by day, by time, how you can do something daily, weekly, monthly to accomplish that goal by the end of the six months. One of the goals I have is to date myself. So one thing I did, I got a mason jar, I got some post-its, and I wrote down 50 different date ideas and gestures for myself. And like a couple of examples was take myself on a movie date or like send myself flowers. Everything I would want from a man. Everything I would want from my future husband. We can't keep requiring people to love us and we don't even know what love looks like. The love that we want. We don't know what it looks like because we haven't even took the time out to give it to ourselves. You know? So... Give it to yourself. You deserve it. So every two weeks when I get paid, I'm going to pick something out that jar because some of them shits is expensive. I don't know. It's, so I said, every when I get paid, every two weeks, I'm going to pick something out the jar and I'm going to do it for me. And I'm going to spend more time with myself and I'm going to journal and do those things. And you can't just rush. Just add things on. Add things onto your routine weekly, monthly. Don't rush because once you rush into a new type of Thing, oh, I want to do this, that, 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 and you rush, you start, you crash, and then you feel like you failed. So just be gentle with yourself. If you're looking into therapy, go on psychology today and look and take your time until you find somebody. Reach out to a couple people, and when you're ready, go. You can start by just journaling daily. You can start by saying a few affirmations to yourself in the mirror. Everything is not going to happen overnight. Take time. Because all the damage that, that has been done in your life didn't happen overnight. It happened over a course of years, over generations. So you have to take time to get yourself back on track. To peel all that dead skin off. It's not easy, but it's worth it. So clean out your closet, y'all. I'm damn sure I got some more cleaning to do. 
And sometimes y'all like to, you know, tidy up the closet, but it's still not clean and you still got issues. I used to do that shit a lot. And by tidy up, I mean you'll fix a few things, but you still didn't tackle what really is a problem. So it ends up dirty again. Story of my life. Like, when I went to therapy the first couple times, I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Like, I'm, I'm a fabulous new person. And then I fall back and fuck up again. But this is what I learned about being gentle with myself. It's okay to mess up. But acknowledge it. Take accountability and say, listen, maybe I need more time by myself. Maybe I need to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Identify the problem and then tackle it. But first, before you identify the problem, you got to learn how to take accountability. You got to learn to say, listen, like, I may be this way because of that way. Cleaning out your closet doesn't mean start pointing the finger and blaming everybody else. Because the hurt that people poured onto you, I don't believe they purposely poured it onto you. They did it because from a hurt place. They did it from unwillingly knowing that they were damaged. So, some, yes, your mom or your dad may have hurt you or your sister or your cousin or your aunt or friends may have hurt you. But they're that way for a reason. We are born innocent. You know, we're innocent. We don't know much. We only learn from the people that we surround ourselves by or we surrounded by or the things that happen to us in our lives. But you don't have to let those things shape you. You can be better. You can do better. So I recommend get therapy. If you, you know, and encourage a black man around you to get therapy too. And allow him to have a comfort zone and feel comfortable and feel like, yo, it's okay to cry. It's okay to share your hurt. Feel safe with me. But I want you to get help. This message is for my black community. To heal. Heal so you can get the deal. Okay? Heal so our kids in the future don't have to keep hurting. You know, it's not fair to them. The way you felt like shit was unfair for you growing up. Because you didn't have all the resources or the things that you needed. Don't do that. Don't bring nobody into this world. And if you already brought them into this world, it's up to you to fix it for them. Because life is hard as fuck. Okay? Hard as fuck. So please, do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor and get the help you need and clean out your closet. And forgive. Let go. Nobody's saying, let, don't let these situations you've been through turn you bitter, turn your heart cold. That's not what God wants. That's not why things happen to you. It's for you to learn from them, to better yourself, to save somebody else. Sometimes we got to take the bullet to save somebody else. It's all about perception and how you perceive life. And how you perceive your journey. We all have a story. We all have our different stories. Some of us been to jail. Some of us been raped. Some of us has been drugged, um, sex trafficked. Some of us have been been through some real shit, been homeless. Some of us have been abused. Some of us have been through some real life shit. But that doesn't give you the right to hurt everybody else because you've been hurt. What it does do is for you to learn. Find yourself again. So that you could then teach others to find and love on their self. I was not always this aware mentally. I was not always here spiritually. And I have so much more to go. But I admire myself for getting this far. And I know if I got this far, I can get even further. And the same for you guys. You know? So I love you guys. I'm just going to end up this podcast. Somebody needs to hear this. Go to psychologytoday.com and get you a therapist. You know, journal some things. Write some things down. Start forgiving. 
Start loving on yourself, treating yourself to solo dates. Start getting a mani-pedi, keeping up with yourself. And most of all, pick up that Bible. That's the main thing. Pick up that Bible, start reading, start building your connection with God. You don't have to necessarily walk into a church. You don't have to even have a church family. Recommend it because it's helpful, yes. But if you can't find a church house, home that you feel is best fitting for you, you get in that Bible and you get in prayer. And you spend time with the person who will never forsake you. And you want help, you pray to God and you ask how, what's the first steps for me to get help towards my healing? You don't have to do it by yourself. He is there. He's just waiting for you to ring his bell. He's waiting for you to call on him. Don't give up, even when it's hard and it feels so easy to go back into your comfort zone. Push back. The new version of yourself is dependent on it. Your future kids, your future empire, your future estate, everything that God got for you, if you just hold on, is waiting for you. So clean out your closet. Clean out, let go of that trauma, that pain, that hurt. And walk into your new version. All right, y'all. Don't forget to follow on BrokenTheBoss.com. I did take a personal, you know, break from social media on my personal page. It's just a lot. Especially, first of all, rest in peace to take off. Rest in peace to DeVito's young son. I don't remember his name. But let me tell you something. Another thing is you think you got time? Time doesn't seem to be on our side lately. So why are you sitting here waiting around to fix yourself? I'm telling you right now. You don't know when is your last. You don't know when the people around you is their last. Get it together today. New month, new beginnings. Happy November, y'all. But rest in peace is done. But I needed a break from social media because it's just too much. My heart is heavy just thinking about those things. Like, no. But I will be posting periodically on my business pages. All right? Bye, y'all.